I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll discuss topics ranging from human design, astrology, metaphysics, spiritual self-development, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? I am your host, AC Brown. I am your spiritual doula, intuitive strategist, and human design expert, and I am also an entrepreneur. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? And today is the first episode for a, I'm not sure how many part series of the relationship series for human design. So you all been waiting for it. So here's the first episode. So I want to thank you so much for joining me. Get your notepads out or I don't know where you listen to this, um, but it's going to be a great episode. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about what each aura type needs um, in fa- as far as romantic relationships and just relationships in general. It's just a general overview. So if you work with or if you love a particular aura type, this is what they will need um, from you um, as their counterpart, um, regardless of what your aura type is. We'll get into those pairs and combinations um, in the episode after this. So this episode is just going to be about if you love or like or are working with a particular aura type, you will need to do the following. Um, And I want to give a disclaimer, of course, this is just my thoughts and opinions based off my study, research, all of that stuff, especially for the next episode when I tell you guys my favorite pairings and why. Um, I don't want to get any hate mail or, you know, that, oh, well, you know, I'm with such and such and you're wrong. And hey, it's general. It's just my opinion. Um, so that's really it. And also too, when it comes to aura types, there's so many other factors. And I also like to say to people, if someone's an asshole or if they are emotionally, physically, or mentally abusive, who gives a shit what their aura type is, (laughs) don't stay in a relationship with them regardless of their gender. Um, so do not do that. Um, I don't, and that goes for anything that goes for astrology, whatever. I don't care how compatible y'all are. If that person's an asshole, let them be an asshole in their own little world without bothering you or tearing you down. So that's my disclaimer. And, and just one other point, this is general. I can't possibly see everyone's chart. Um, I'm going to put in the link in the bio. If you guys are interested in recorded relationship readings totally um I'll put the link in the bio um I do them when people ask me to I don't have them advertised so I figured since I was doing the relationship series I'll advertise them and um just put the link in the bio for people who um I've done a ton of them they're just recorded and I just take your chart your partner's chart and ask for a little bit of information and then you get a 30 to 45 minute um reading on the two of you so I'll put that link in the in the um, show notes um, if you're interested in that so let's get started so like I said this is just about what each aura needs from you 
if you are in love with them, if you like them, if you work with them, if you're planning to do business with them. So of course, we're going to start with generators. Um, I'm going to just go in order because that's easier. And, <laughs> you know, you can't cut out if you're a generator first, because, you know, I'll talk about some information later on. But anyway, so if you love, like, or, you know, are crushing on, or if you want to do business with or you work with a generator, some of the things that you need to know about them is number one, you need to be okay um, with them needing you um, because generators are, of course, you know, looking for external responses, they're going to need you. Um, and tomorrow we'll talk more about the combinations and how they fare with each other. I'm just going to give general bullet points and overviews. Some of the other things that you need to also um, know if you are in love with a generator is that you need to respect their plateaus, especially for my people in long term relationships with generators who have not. I don't want to say found their mastery or are in the midst of their mastery. Um, but if you are involved with any type of generator, it, whether it's a coworker, a partner, whatever, you have to respect that plateau that they have because that is a very tough time for them. Um, as you heard me say previously in other episodes, the plateau is it's a hard place for a generator to be because they feel like nothing's working. They feel like their life is falling apart. They feel like their life is in shambles. Um, they feel like, you know, just everything's not going right because they're in this plateau where they need to reevaluate, recenter, refocus, get clear clarity on the things that they're doing. So you're going to have to respect that. Also, when they are in those plateaus, you cannot take their frustration personally. You cannot um, let internalize that. Um, and, and that is hard because if you're in relations with someone or in business or if it's a close friend and they're in a plateau, their um, frustration can sound like Debbie Downer all the time. And so that's hard as a friend of any aura type that you are. That's hard to deal with someone who's constantly in this f state of frustration. And they're just like, oh my God, my life is not working for me. Why isn't this happening? Um, so your job really, um, and I hate to say give you a job for whoever's on the opposite side, is just to make sure you are encouraging them, making sure you're telling them to keep on going, um, making sure you are explaining to them that you know this is what happens things take time they're on this journey to mastery um so it's going to be a lot of ups and downs highs and lows and so you know be a support system to generators when it comes to that another thing that you need to know is that <laughs> this is i've experienced this with being in a relationship with a generator don't ask them a lot of questions and I know that sounds crazy, but what I mean by that is because they are there to respond, right? Ask them one question at a time. Really um, don't over flood them with questions like, you know, why did you do this? How come this? Blah, blah, blah. Give them one question. 
let them respond to that let them thoroughly respond to that then move on to the next question because you're it's going to be a battle of trying to communicate with them that it's just going to be really unnecessary it's going to be extremely unnecessary and you don't want to do that so just give them one question ask them that question and then wait for them to respond and no it sounds it sounds very very uh um childish um but and simple but it it really is that simple for them because they can't be overwhelmed with constant questions so if you're involved with a generator especially a generator man do not ask him tons of questions especially if the questions are questioning his sacral center questioning his sacral response to what he's doing meaning as you know the sacral center is if it's a hell yes or hell no it's never a hell maybe so once they have made that decision of following that sacral gut for them don't ask them questions that are questioning that because that pisses them off and I'm not saying you should walk around on tiptoes for generator men but it confuses them because they are already struggling in generators in general they're already struggling with trusting themselves trusting their sacral center as it is so and if you as their partner come behind after they've made that decision of trusting their sacral center they are like omg um now they're questioning my choice and so you have to be very careful about that um, and just be a little bit kinder about that. I'm not saying walk on tippy toes, like I said, just be a little bit kinder. Also, too, if you love, like, or involved with friends, business partners with the generator, make sure you assist them with their yes or no's, with their hell yeses or hell no's. And what I mean by that is make sure you are assisting them with really figuring out what they want. So if you're in that getting to know you phase, whether it's a friendship, romance, business partner, ask them, do you like going to the meetings? Do you like leading the meetings? Do you, would you prefer us doing conference calls? Or if it's a generator friend, do you like going to the club? You know, make sure you're asking them those really good key questions. So not only are they knowing more about themselves you're learning how to interact with them as generators in relationships because I see all the time I have you know generators who friends who particularly don't like um they don't like clubs but they like lounges or you know they would prefer to go to a smaller you know type of restaurant on a Sunday then go to a big brunch at a popular more popular restaurant on DC or something like that so it's really about you asking them questions what they like are really helping you interact with them better and helping you guys have a better relationship whatever type it is platonic or romantic so those are some key tips for generators also one other thing that I want to add for generators is that you need to be comfortable with um you need to be comfortable with them in their mastery and what I mean by that is because generators are here to master something over time 
they're going to seem and depending on when, when you meet them in life, depending on when you meet them in life, they're going to seem like there's nothing else to them but that one particular thing that they're doing. So whether it's like a teacher or a doctor or, um, you know, an accountant or someone who works at an office, whatever the case may be, you have to be comfortable with their mastery at that particular time that they're in. It's the same with, of course, honor, you know, um, respecting their plateau. Um, you have to be comfortable with their mastery. And that is sometimes challenging for the uh, opposite side. If it's, if, especially if the other person's not a generator, because they seem like that's all that there is to them, or they seem like that's all that they're doing, but you have to understand and respect that mastery for them because that is part of their life. So they're going to maybe have the same job for a long time or the same career trajectory for a long time. So like I said, it really depends on when you meet them in that particular time in their life. So that just keep that in mind. Now we're gonna move on to manifesting generators. So manifesting generators, if you love, like, um, work with them, want to be friends with them, what are some of the things that you need to do for them? Of course you need to, because now, because they're manifesting generators, remember they got a little bit a manifesting generator, but a whole lot of generators. So, you know, it's like, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I got a little bit of Italian. I'm a little bit Indian in my family, whatever. That's how it is for them. So they got a little bit of manifesting. So what you need to do with them is, and this is good. <laughs> this is, is going to, when they are in those spinning cycles of doing all the things, leave them alone. Leave them, let them spin their wheels. Let them live their life like it's gold and let them do all the things. Um, let them do their multitasking. Let them seem like they're all over the place. Leave them alone. Don't interrupt that. Because they got, like I said, they got a little bit of manifesting. And because what happens when you interrupt them, they're going to bite you like a rabbit dog. They're going to be like, like, get out my way. Leave me alone. You're interrupting me. I'm trying to get this done. I'm trying to do this. And you're going to have to learn how to not take that personally. Manifesting generators have this tunnel vision. It is an unfortunate thing because they need to slow down. Um, so they can listen and honor their sacral centers, um, which a lot of them don't until they get a little bit older in their 30s, maybe um, 30s and 40s. But because they are in that constant spinning cycle of getting things done, doing things all the time, um, constantly going, 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 you cannot take it personal when they don't need you or they f you see or you assume they don't need you because of the way that they're doing things. They are constantly going. They are constantly doing stuff. So don't take it personal with them. Um, just, you know, inform them and then ask them, you know, how would you like me? To, you know, I would like to do this for you. Can I? You know, that's a good way for a manifesting generator when you are interrupting their busy, um, creative flows. Say, hey, it looks like you're stressed out. I would like to, you know, take you out on a date. Can I take you out on a date? informing them and then asking them another thing that you need to do is 
manifesting generators when they're in this cycle of doing stuff whether it's work school creative projects they become a little bit private because and it's not a privacy it's because they're secretive it's a privacy because they really don't they're really moving so fast that they just don't have time to tell you all the details and so you have to respect that privacy you have to understand that they are um they're not doing it on purpose you know so just understand that you also have to learn how to trust manifesting generators now for me that is hard um being in relationship majority with manifesting generators and it's not like oh I just don't trust you it is because of the way they think their minds um that constant cycle of you know going 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 and doing so many things it's more not necessarily trusting them than saying like oh they're going to cheat on me or they're going to steal from me all or anything like that it's more about can I trust you with my emotions can I trust you with my feelings because you don't even look like you have time for yourself so how can I trust you with the things that I need you for as my partner as my friend etc so you're going to have to learn how to trust them if you are involved with the manifesting generators. And the same goes for them as um, pure generators. Don't ask too many questions. Um, but there, there is a little bit different. They are constantly going so much and they constantly have so much going on. They just can't comprehend um, all of that coming at them. So slow that down for them ask them one question at a time the same with generators another thing that you want to um (laughs) really keep in mind because they move so fast and this never fails people who are in relationships with manifesting generators people who are in business partners with manifesting generators other people can see their mistakes coming because they move so fast other people can see like oh this sounds like it's going to be a train wreck or this looks like it's going to be a train wreck oh she's missing details there because they're moving too fast let them make their mistakes let them not because you want to see them fall on their face or because you're you don't believe in them and you're just like oh well look at her just out there looking like a fool it's not that you just not that you want to do that It's more because they need to see what it looks like when they don't slow down. Manifesting generators, it is a highly common thing for them. And I talked about this in other episodes, how they find shortcuts to mastery, which is great. That's what they're here to do. But sometimes those shortcuts leave out key details and other people notice that and they can see that train wreck happening. And in some cases, if you don't have um, a receptive manifesting generator, they're going to get mad at you for interrupting them. They're going to get mad at you for trying to help them. So if that's the case, let them fall, not on purpose, but so they can see their consequences. So they can see this is what happens when I don't slow down and listen to my sacral center. This is what happens when I don't pay attention to the details because I just want to get it done let them fall let them do that another thing too that is going to get fresh that is super frustrating for 
people who are involved with manifestation. That's why I like I pray like God, please send me a generator husband. <laughs> like I'm just like, please send me a generator husband. I'm begging you. Um <laughs> because they have this whole like you're gonna get to a point in the relationship with them. And especially for my non sacrals, my reflectors, projectors, and manifestors. That's why sometimes I always we'll get into that tomorrow. I'm not going to get into this episode. Sometimes it's challenging for my non-sacrals to be involved with manifesting generators because there'll come a time where either we're going to be truly forcing ourselves to keep keep up with them and that becomes very stressful for other people. And I've even seen that with manifesting generator, manifesting generator relationships. So it's going to be either you keep up with them or you just allow them to move forward with you. I mean, move forward without you. And that at times can be very challenging for the other person. Manifesting generators, I love them. It's not, there's nothing, you know, I've had my, I've had my fair share of experiences and heartbreaks with them. Um, and there's nothing wrong with them. If you be, It's just these tweaks that you have to keep in mind when it comes to manifesting generators. So it's either you're going to keep up with them in their speed, which is, it's hard to do. I have friends and people who I work with. Um, it's like, you know, just who I partner with with things and um, clients who are manifesting generators. And I'm j- and I'm always joking like, well, I know you're going to finish this tonight, you know, and it's just, you know, or because they, they're just they just move fast. That doesn't make it right. That doesn't mean that they're doing anything magical. They just have that way of to produce stuff. So it's either you're going to keep up with them or you're just going to allow them to move a little bit faster than you and that's okay um you don't have to keep up with them so another thing that I want to also um reiterate when it comes to that keep up or let them you have to really know if you want to appreciate them and honor them at the speed that they go if you can love them um at that kind of speed if you can love them with knowing they're always going to be into something. That's one of the most common um, issues when um, people ask me couple relationships is, um, you know, the manifesting generator is always the one, I don't want to say progressively ahead of the other person, but it feels like to the other person that they're going to be left behind. Um, because that manifesting generator is always into something. And I always assure them, I say, just let them spin their wheels because that's sometimes what they're doing. And I'm not saying that all manifesting generators spin their wheels a lot, but sometimes that's just what they're doing because they, they have the capacity to be involved with a lot of things. And that's okay. That doesn't make them love you any less or think that you're inadequate, um, you know, compared to them. That's just how they operate and move, that they're always that person who is at that event doing the things, um, you know, wanting to be seen, um, go out, meet people. That's that is them. So just keep that in mind. So next we're going to talk about projectors. <laughs> oh, my projector booze. Hey, <laughs> um, if you love a projector, if you are friends with a projector, if you do business with a projector, um, uh, you know um give them a hug now um there's just some things that (laughs) one thing that you should definitely do um is allow them to express themselves that's one of the main things allow them to talk um 
most projectors and this is just me being a projector my whole my whole life um my whole life I had to fight I'm sorry um side little reference if you know what I'm talking about then you know what I'm talking about (laughs) um being a projector I need to talk not necessarily for other people to understand or comprehend what I'm saying majority of the case projectors need to talk just so they can hear what they're saying out loud so if you are around a projector and your projector friend or boyfriend girlfriend has like so much on their mind, just listen not to respond not even to respond just to listen to them because they just need to hear themselves talk so they can work out what they're trying to figure out by talking I hope that makes sense um just let them talk just let them get it out um just let them just yeah just let them talk another thing too that I really struggle with in relationships is especially me being an emotional soloplex authority um and this goes for projectors across the board if you are involved with a projector business-wise anything love as you know I'm not gonna keep on saying that sorry guys honor their waiting honor that and what I mean by that is there will be times in relationships where you know my you know my ex would be like oh I want to talk about it now and I just be like I would be silent because I literally at that moment didn't have anything to say but then the next day after I had processed everything after I had thought about it after I had just you know processed my feelings my emotions and you know that whole waiting out the petty period got back to them I had tons to say and um, you know, one of my exes would, he just wouldn't understand. He was like, you have so much to say. Wow. You have all these thoughts about this. Why didn't you have the thoughts yesterday? And that's just because we don't sometimes in that moment, we don't. Um, so if you are, you know, in relationship, whatever kind of relationship with a projector, you need to allow them and respect that cycle that they, about the waiting. Um, because once they, you know, once we get recognized or the acknowledgement or the invitation, the invitation is for us to do with it. And it's not being mean, but sometimes we do need to process things in our mind and get back to you. Um, that's going to be important. Um, so don't be upset if they can't respond or um, I always say projectors sometimes it looks like we don't know how to fight fair when it comes to like being in relation with people. And it's not that we don't know how to fight fair. We are fighting um, to protect ourselves. And we're, we're just, we just have a different style of fighting. So just keep that in mind. If you're involved with a projector, you need to also be okay with them needing you, um, just like a generator. And what I mean by that, Um, needing you to invite them to acknowledge them to do all of that that they need with projectors you need to make sure you recognize them invite them all of that stuff here's the big one um that is super important (laughs) and I can't emphasize this enough if you are in relation with a projector 
trust their insights. Let me repeat, trust their insights. Let me repeat that again. Trust their insights, trust their intuition, trust what they see, trust what they hear, trust what they feel, trust what they say, trust the things that they have for you. Because 9.8 times out of 10, they are going to be correct. It is super important and projectors hate when you don't trust them, when you don't value their insight. That is probably kryptonite for a projector. It sucks. That's why it, and I'll talk about that in the, in the dealing with projectors in business and careers. That's why it's, you know, super hard for projectors to sometimes step into their own when it comes to entrepreneurship, self-employment, which is the same thing, or doing what they're called to do because they have dealt with so many people not trusting the things that they hear, see, say, all of that, their insights. And that's really big for us. So keep that in mind. Trust their insight. Another thing for projectors that you need to do is when we need space, give it to us and mind your business. <laughs> um, energy is super important we can be drained sometimes we might want to go hang out all night and then some nights we don't want to do anything and for a manifesting generator for sure that is a challenge um but we'll talk about that next episode um but some projectors you have to respect their energy they we non-sacral centers are operating on a way different wavelength than other people so you have to respect that Another thing (laughs) is that you have to, I don't want to say accept, I want to say you need to, I don't want to make it look like you have to be a built-in motivational speaker for a projector, but depending on where you meet that projector in their life, they might be dealing with bitterness, they might be dealing with a heavy cycle of bitterness, and you have to you have to pick and choose if you want to deal with that. That's really all I can say. Because sometimes that bitterness can result in a lot of struggle for them. Um, And so you have to make that decision for yourself. And and I'll go into when, when it comes to my favorite pairs. That's one of the reasons why I have certain favorite pairs than others. Because of that bitterness. Women, it's a little bit more different than men um a bitter projector man who um <laughs> that is a lot <laughs> to deal with um whoa that is a lot um so <laughs> you just have to you have to you know pick and choose you know that bitterness level you know where they're at in their bitterness um so you have to understand that because sometimes it can result in a lot of um just struggle for them And one of the other things too, the final thing for projectors is always remember that they just want to help you. Literally, it might not seem like that. It might seem like they're butting in or who does this projector think they are? I didn't ask them for that. And they're just trying to help you. We're really just trying to help you. Um, We really just want you to succeed. We want you to be successful, whether it's in love, friendship, all we just, we just want you to, to see the light um, to shine. And, you know, sometimes, you know, everybody doesn't get that. 
So just keep that in mind. So manifestors, 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 manifestors. This is a hard one. Um, I love my manifestor friends, love y'all to death, but manifestors can be a doozy. Um, and like I said, next episode, I'll go into my favorite pairings. Um, but manifestors, I don't want to say it's hard to love them because it's not, no one's hard to love. Um, manifestors, there's just a lot of tweaks. Um, because manifestors, number one, like I told you with manifesting generators, they have this thing where, you know, don't, they don't need you. Manifestors truly don't need you. Um, and not saying that they don't like you there or they don't want you there, but because they are, um, especially empowered manifestors who know about informing, who are aware that they're supposed to initiate, they don't really need you. Um, because they can start, they can start creation, they can start all these things. So that's super important for you to know that manifestors don't necessarily need you. They can just keep on um, doing what they want to do. Now, the issue is when they're in relations with other people is that they um, have a definite problem with informing that or getting or letting their partners know that that's a challenge for them Um, because their partners feel left out all the time. Their partners feel like, uh, what is going on? Why don't you want me to help you? How come you're not asking me to help you or anything like that? Also, the same rules apply when it comes to manifestors just like manifesting generators because of them moving so fast you really have to um keep up with them or allow them to just go ahead because they move so fast and one of the key things that manifestors struggle with a lot is that they don't feel comfortable with being who they are so it sometimes might take a little bit of time for them to warm up to you. Um, and it's not about trust or anything like that. It's mostly about can they be comfortable with the way they move, with informing, with initiating, with doing things fast, without any backlash? Are people going to be okay with that? And that's something that is challenging for them um, when dealing with relationships um, both, you know, uh, you know, platonic and romantic. Can you be comfortable like that? Can you be, can you understand that they need that space to, um, just initiate and just be, and just do that because manifestors don't like interruptions at all. So communicating with your manifester is very important to find out what, they need as far as their space is concerned really making sure that you understand how they operate how their space is all of that stuff because if if you continue to force their um, interaction with you it's going to be very frustrating for them and that's something that you don't want to do because you don't want to anger them because their anger can be very nasty um to the opposite person and that's just not good for (laughs) that's just not good for anybody 
so last and not least the reflector um if you are in a relationship working with friendship whatever with a reflector here are some things that you need to know about your reflector first and foremost because they have this 20 day waiting cycle to make decisions it is best for you to not pressure them um pressure is horrible for a reflector it's very challenging for them um pressure can be their that's their kryptonite um so you have to just let them get back to you most reflectors are not going to wait 28 days for minor decisions major decisions maybe but for the little things that you feel that you may you know oh I can make that decision at least tonight they can't it's going to take them at least two or three days so you have to respect that also it's super important for people involved with reflectors to make sure you respect their need for consistency reflectors thrive off of consistency that's why you know other podcasts have called them the model employee um because they can mirror anything um but their mirroring um also comes at a um price of consistency it's a level of consistency for them to be consistent with routines to be consistent with the way they do stuff um could be consistent how they work all of that is important to them so when it throws them off it can like break down their world. Um, if you are, if you know a reflector, they usually like to get the kids off to bed at a certain time. They like to leave the house at a certain time. They're very, I'm not saying that all, all the aura types don't have that, but a reflector is really crucial for them to stick to that. So that's important for reflectors as well. Another thing, just like projectors, let reflectors talk. Um, and it's, also the same thing that um, reflectors and projectors need to hear what they're saying not necessarily for you to answer unless they ask you but more so they can process their emotions their feelings in that moment um, that is really important the same just like projectors reflectors need their to manage their energy in a certain way that is not conducive to everybody else um, especially ref- reflectors are more susceptible to environments than projectors or manifestors and any other aura type. So when they say that they don't feel like doing something, they literally are at their breaking point and they don't feel like it. So you have to learn how to honor that energy and give them their space as well. Some other things, um, just like manif- I mean, just like um, projectors, you have to be okay with them needing you um not on a dependency level but just needing you around um needing you to be there um because that's really important something else that's really really um key for people who are in a reflector's life reflectors have a hard time they can overlook environmental Um, keys or nudges that make things unhealthy for them so if you notice that your reflective friend or partner is you know coming home or every time you're around them when they've been around a certain person or they start a new job and all of a sudden their energy changes please make them aware of that help them recognize that because sometimes 
they can just be going with emotions to where they don't want to rock the boat because you know they need the job or they need to show up somewhere um and you have to help them realize that hey this person I think they're a little toxic for you or I think that job is toxic for you it you know it looks like every time you go around here or you interact with this person or you you know walk down this particular street you seem a little agitated or you seem a little um you seem some your energy changes because sometimes they don't notice that because they're all up in the mix and they're all, they're always trying to be like the model citizen, the model person. So try and help them recognize and not to point out the flaws or point out bad things, but just, you know, just more as a, Hey, did you notice that, you know, ever since you started dealing, stop dealing with John, um, you've been much happier, you know? So when he sends that text, don't answer it. Um, that kind of thing. Um, also it's for, um, you know, when you're, you know, if you want to help a reflector out, um, definitely really be okay with them. I don't want to say mirroring you because that can happen. There are some cases where reflectors, um, Reflectors, in my opinion, have a tendency to um, be a little bit codependent. Um, It's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. But when they find something that they like to mirror, whether it's a partner or a friendship, they might rely on that other person a lot more than a normal person would. Of course, that's not healthy. Um, but sometimes they might feed off of the energy and they might like it. You know, if you are, um, a manifesting generator and one of your best friends is a reflector, they possibly would, can, can love being around you so much because that energy that they get from you of being able to accomplish things, being able to do stuff faster, all of that stuff is helping them. So in a way it might feel like, oh, they want to be around me all the time so much. Um, this is annoying. Um, and then, you know, it feels a little codependent. And it's not necessarily that they're being codependent. It's just that they found something that they really enjoy mirroring. So take that as a compliment, but also manage it in a proper way. And reflectors try to manage that too. Because, I mean, it's it's a great thing to see when I see a reflector who has found something or someone that they can mirror and they're actually progressing in their life and they're not being disappointed by everything, it's a really nice thing to see. However, sometimes that mirroring can become very codependent. And, oh, I can't do this without finding out what this person says or what they think or what would they do. Um, And they kind of get lost in that. So just keep that in mind. Also, um, for reflectors, um, recognize them. Make sure that you are allowing them to instill their wisdom um, in you um, when you ask them for advice or you ask them what they're thinking. Allow them to give their wisdom without any judgment. Allow them to talk um, when it comes to that. Um, I'm going to talk more more about reflectors as we get into the pairings because um, reflectors, it's they reflectors really 
don't understand how good they have it. Time and time again, when I talk to reflectors, they always focus on, why do I have to wait 28 days? But reflectors really have an advantage that none of the other aura types do. And that is the mirroring. They can do, they can mirror whoever they want. So if they want to initiate one day, they can go ahead and do that. If they want to, you know, master something, they can go ahead and do that. If they want to find a shortcut to mastery, all of that, they can mirror that. Um, the 28 days, if they, you know, wait 28 days and they find out they want to mirror Beyonce, then go ahead and mirror Beyonce and, you know, work. They, the energy is not going to be the same, but they'll be able to mirror her the best way they can. Um, so reflectors really need to pay attention to that. So if you are in relations or friends with a reflector, utilize them for their wisdom. Um, ask them questions um, that are very introspective, that are very deep in thought, and they will give you amazing answers um, because they've been thinking about them. They can feel the energy. They're very intuitive people. They can feel what people need, what they want, and all of that. So just keep that in mind. So that concludes the first part of the relationship series. What do each aura type need in relationship? Next, I'm going to talk about my favorite pairings in the next one. And then after that, I'm going to go into different other categories for being in relations, um, friends, etc. with other aura types. So I hope you enjoyed this as well. And if you are interested in getting a relationship um, reading, um, definitely click the link in the show notes. Um, and it's a, a between a 30 and 45 minute recording about you and your particular partner. And um, I'll get that out to you. Um, I love doing those. And I'm looking forward to talking about my favorite pairings. And since you now have a, you know, a prequel to what these relationships people need in relationships, it'll make sense to you why I have my favorite pairings. Um, when you listen to that episode and it's not like I'm hate, I hate certain aura types because of my experience. Um, this is just my experience based off of, um, not my own personal experience, but working with other people and what I see and study and just the research that I've done when I see successful, um, certain pairings as far as aura types. And of course, Everybody's going to argue, well, you have to see their chart. Absolutely. You have to see their chart. You have to see what channels they activate together, what centers you activate. Because when you're in, when I do relationship readings, um, or when you do relationship readings in human design, two people activate, can activate um, centers. They can activate channels by putting the charts together. Um, and that's why it is super important. And I'm going to talk about that in the next episode we have to stop settling people. <laughs> um, and that's for men and women. Um, one and the same for all genders. Um, everybody wants to be loved, but it's really important to know how much these spiritual tools um, can help you, you know, just maximize your relationship now I'm not saying oh you gotta find somebody who has this particular thing in their chart and all of that stuff because that's just unrealistic because there's no really bad stuff when it comes to human design or astrology or anything like that it's just more like hey this could happen or these are the chances of them being like this and that's the same with human design it's more of a 
an just you just have a a playbook of um tools to say when you come across this this might happen um because you can't stop or help who you fall in love with that is number one um regardless if they are manifesting generator and your project you can't help that um so just keep that in mind when you listen to that episode and i'm going to say that again at the beginning of that episode don't get too bogged down with this because some of the you know couples that don't even make sense astrologically or human design they work um you might be forcing it some cases but they do work so don't be too like crazy about that um but keep that you know just keep that in mind when you listen to the episode but if you have any questions about this episode um I'm gonna be answering questions that people asked um in the next episode if you want to ask me a question um please send that in as soon as possible and I ask it in one of and I will answer it excuse me in one of the series but until next time have a great day filled with good vibes and great energy bye-bye thank you for listening to another episode of is my aura on stream make sure you follow me on instagram at ac brown and also check out my website for products and services at www.acbrown.com And until we meet again, make sure you have a great week filled with good vibes and good energy.